Hello and welcome to What a Terrible Idea. Today is an extremely exciting day. We've got one of Hybrid's most favouritest ever humans on the podcast. Uh, so that that warm northern chuckle you could just hear was uh, was Jay Bell, who's waiting in the wings, ready for his, his uh, first appearance. Uh, but first, just a couple of reminder of uh, workshop dates you've got coming up. So we've got a workshop in Mefit in Shropshire this Saturday. Um, and we've still got some spaces for that if you want to learn handstands and just how to sort of integrate skills and play and our sort of general philosophy into your training. And then if you are more Bristol-based, um, we have got our first Bristol workshops a year coming up on the 8th of June and the 20th of July. Uh, so if you're sort of anywhere around the southwest and fancy um, learning handstands and all that kind of fun stuff, then get yourself put on to those. Um, but I think that brings us up to date, and I'm very, very excited to introduce Jay Bell. Hello, Jay. Um, so, shall I just start a little bit about me, or? Do you, want to, uh, no. do you want to kick us off no, with the no, facts no. of the day, mate? This is the the fact of the day. Ah, yes, sorry, yes. So the fact of the day. The fact of the day is that banging your head against the wall for one hour actually burns 150 calories. That's but serious. alternatively, you could walk your dog for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a much better idea. <laughs> also, these things are never... How hard do you have to hit your head into the wall? Yeah, is it with a run-up or...? <laughs> But you'd have to stop like more frequently than if you just stood like nodding against the wall, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, When's that going to be the hybrid program? And also, is it the hitting your head that burns the calories, or I imagine it's more just the nodding of your neck? Yeah, just the movement. <laughs> so you could just sit in a chair and nod for an hour <laughs> and do considerably less damage to your own brain, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's probably a better idea. But um, yeah, what we can take from that is you should probably walk your dog. Yeah. Instead of twat your own head into a brick wall. Yeah. Oh, there's that um that really interesting study I just saw the um. What saw... hitting your head? Into the wall. Yeah, yeah, about hitting your head. Um, no, about um, it was basically looking at running versus walking over a mile. Yes. Very and interesting. the energy expenditure is actually uh pretty much equated uh if you walk or run. So if you don't enjoy running. Just do some walking. If you do enjoy running, it'd probably be more efficient because you can go further in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's just quite an interesting, quite an interesting little study because you'd like automatically assume that running a mile would burn more calories, yep. or like I would anyway. So yeah, interesting segue. Very interesting segue. Uh, so, Jay. Yes. First curveball question: If you were a dinosaur, what dinosaur do you think you'd be? What dinosaur would it be? We already think we know what dinosaur you are, but we want to. I, I, to be fair, I don't know. I don't know the history of dinosaurs very well. What's really short? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We we both thought you'd be a bit of a triceratops. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. That's quite a good dinosaur, isn't it? It's yeah. a solid dinosaur. That solid dinosaur. What dinosaur would you be? Um, I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough dinosaurs to make a, an informed decision. <laughs> yeah. 
my, my dinosaur knowledge when I was five was considerably better than my dinosaur knowledge now. Yeah. I can't yeah. give it a dinosaur name besides T-Rex. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a T-Rex. Yeah, I don't think you're aggressive enough to be a T-Rex, to be honest, mate. <laughs> I'm definitely some sort of herbivore. <laughs> did, did you know that Di used to pretend to be a dinosaur? <laughs> I used to walk around supermarkets when I was little, pretending I was a velociraptor. And my mum used to pretend not to know me because I was so embarrassing to her. <laughs> That's I, think, I think you should reenact it. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. It's like this. I used to like, <laughs> curl my arms up by me and like make it, you know, like the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park and make the... <laughs> no, he's in the supermarket, which I think was the main reason my mum pretended not to know me. Oh, fuck you. What is your glitch at the end? Uh, yeah, I assume so. <laughs> Because I, I do have lots of memories of like losing my mum in the supermarket and running around in a panic, and like I now realise that she did that on purpose to try and I don't know lose me. I guess <laughs> that is fucking class. Um, that kind of reminds me of Step Brothers. Yeah, I think she was probably dreading that that's what I would turn up to be. Yeah, well, probably. Um, yeah. Fucking hell. Well, I turned out alright. So. Yeah, you're fine, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sad that you don't do that still now. I, I sort of have to repress it. To yeah, I still <laughs> wouldn't. I think you should retry it. Yeah, retry yeah, it yeah, next, next time you're in Asda. Well, I used to have dinosaur bed sheets as well, and I definitely would if they sold like double bed sheets that were interesting. Like, I'd hundred percent have dinosaur bed sheets now. Yeah. Yeah, idea. Put them on rotation with like Amy's flowery bed sheets one week and then my dinosaur ones the next week. Fuck you know. Okay, let's attempt to get slightly more on topic. Yes. Um, just for a little bit and then we'll find a tangent to go off on, no doubt. Jay, let's, uh, let's give the, the listeners a little bit of your background. Uh, sort of where you where you sort of started training and sort of gym and just just a bit of everything that makes up uh, as years now. Like the TLDR version. Um, What's that? It's that too long didn't read. Gosh, that's uh, excellent secret yeah. code. Yeah, yeah, good secret code. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's let's just go ASL first. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the start, I started training when I was thirteen. Like. Just wanted to get jacked, watched all the Arnold videos on YouTube. Um, I think you were for like that baptism of fire. You go through all the bodybuilding shit, do yeah, you? Yeah. On T Nation of all the time. I'm reading on T Nation and find like your Dan Johns and all that shit. Uh, long story short, I started training at Proactive, um, which was owned by my current business partner. Um, and begged him and begged him and begged him for an apprenticeship there. After eventually, after about two years, I finally got one. Um, got my apprenticeship, got my coaching qualifications, and then realised like just coaching people was my like passion. Like I just wanted to change lives from there. Five years down the line, I've been a coach, and then I've also owned the facility now for I'm into my third year of owning facility, uh, facility with Alex. So like I have a business partner who's my best friend. Like it's amazing, really. I'm very very lucky in what I fucking have. And um, it was kind of fun. Like you want to work for someone or work with someone who is passionate. He has something to, um, he has like a really good fucking message that he wants to deliver. And I'm very lucky in that I get to have that with my business partner. So that's the long story short. Um, 
And then I found Hybrid in August 2018, I think, and that changed my life. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just we, we didn't pay him to say that, just so, no, so you guys know. We're not paying him at all. He still pays us. We're not even giving him yeah. the program. For him, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was so? What's your since you've owned the facility? Then the last few years, what was your as your training been like? So since the fucking hell, that's a, when you buy a gym, you think you completed life, um, and that's it. You just buy a gym and everything's fucking fine and dandy. But then you realise, no, you're a boss and you've got bills and you've got to do a lot of fucking work. So training was just shite. Really, it was really non-existent. It was training when I could because you coach from six in the morning till nine at night. You'll maybe find an hour between two and three. Training is very shite. Tried everything. A little weightlifting, powerlifting. Oh, I actually just didn't enjoy it at all. Just because I was too fucked to enjoy it. Um, and looking at the facility's growing. Um, do you know what? It's really fucking weird. I, I'll never forget. I write in the lift the bar ages ago saying, is there a program for like handstands and stuff? It's probably still in there now. And then, like, kind of you, like, I've always followed you boys for a fucking while. The you boys came together. It's just like a fucking, it's like a dream come true. Um, right. Like, I've always really valued your work. Um, so it was just fucking perfect to come to, come to you boys. But, yeah, mostly it was influenced by, like, your Mike Boyles, your Dan Johns, that kind of shit. Yeah. Solid, uh, some solid training principles and uh, methods. Yeah. What? Literally, me, me and Alex was backwards. We didn't let people deadlift. All we allowed was a trap bar deadlift. Like, that's how backwards we was at one point. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we just realised that you're training gen pop people, not fucking thirteen-year-old hockey athletes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, what was it about proactive initially that made you um sort of like pursue like the internship there? Do you know? Uh, I, I've all like again back to the baptism of fire when we was training my mates. Um, I always was trying to help them out with their programs. I was literally always trying to write their programs, that kind of stuff. I just realised that is what I just thrived in. I just fucking loved helping people. Yeah. Um, and then again, I, I saw what Alex was doing at Proactive while I was training there. Just just fucking, like, I do, I do not honestly think there is no better job than being a fucking coach. Like, we get to do, like, real human work, like, meaningful work. We get to wake up and make people happier. Um, and that, and that, that, like, obviously not just happier, you're making them healthier, happier, fucking moving better, feeling better. There's all those many benefits. Like, and I just saw that, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. So when I saw that in my friends and all that kind of stuff, it just pushed me on to do that more. Yeah, for sure. I, th I think that's sort of like a massive, massive thing for us in like wanting to do what we do is like, like you say, sort of being able to have that positive impact on people's lives is so, so powerful. Um, I, th I think, I think, I think we feel like you can go a little bit airy fairy about it, but like the shit we're doing right now in these people's lives is going to impact them in three years, five years, 10 years. Like, so I don't think like some of your your clients and some of our members, I don't think they realise how amazing they actually are. Like you put them in a normal gym setting now, they just fucking destroy it. And I know it's not about performance all the time. Like I still think people realise how amazing they are when they do start training properly and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's lost, mate. Yeah, definitely. To be fair, I think I think that's part of the reason that things like the National Fitness Games um is actually like such an excellent thing because it, it just gives like members of like like your gym and things like that they like they don't like say they don't see how good they are because they're in this little bubble all the time and then it's really nice for them to actually go and be able to like actually do a fitness event that they're able to compete in and feel like they like 
they've like massively achieved something there. I think I think that's yeah, like, so, it's quality. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing as well, like seeing what impact you make on someone's life as well. Yeah. Um, like when you've had guys with you who've been with you for four, three to four years, just a completely different person now, even like mentally, mentally rather than just physically as well. Yeah. Uh, like what about me? What about one of our like longest seven members is probably like, like Matt Colson. I think you met him at the hybrid day. I mean, if you look at that guy now from when he started, he was, if you don't mind me saying, he was just depressed. He was overweight. He wasn't enjoying life very much. And now he's just a different fucking person. Um, I mean, like last week he got to fucking be on TV with one of the princes. I don't know which one it was. Uh, but he's doing some really positive shit. Yeah. And like, if we've just like had a minor impact on his life, it just means so much to us. Yeah, 100%. How... Um... How has Proactive changed since you first started working there then? Fucking hell. Uh, it started as <laughs> an absolute shit hole. <laughs> I mean, I it, was, it was a rugby... We wanted to be the whole version of Joe DeFranco. Um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was like, I'll never forget me and Alex having a conversation. We just finished. We started at six in the morning, finished at 9 p.m. And was outside the gates about half nine. I was like... God, I can't wait for us to be like the known as like the Joe DeFranco's of Hull. <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolute shithole. There was chains, there was bands, there was chalk everywhere. Yeah. Everyone was doing West Side Barbell for skinny bastards. <laughs> um, and you, then, um, you need to get your uh, eyebrows waxed and get a fake tan to do that, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Actually, Alex would like, it off, he? He's bald. He could get his eyebrows done. I think he'd be a bit like Joe DeFranco <laughs> if he did that. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then, like, like we had. And then we just slowly moved away from the rugby lot. We kind of realised that coaching gym pop people was just what we preferred. We just preferred that. There was just much more nicer people to coach. Um, and we did used to coach kids. Honestly, we've been through everything. We used to have a Strong Bastards programme. We used to have an early morning programme. We used to have Girls at Lift programme. We did so. We tried fucking everything. At one point, we was going to go and be a, a, a female-only gym. Um, but then we had one seminar with Thomas Plummer we ran a different 30-day trial and he just brought in fucking loads of men and then it changed the atmosphere again. Um, so honestly, it, it's been nearly fucking everything. It started off as like a rubbish shit old gym where it was just disgusting, there was just shit everywhere. And then we realised that you know, we actually got a serious business here where we can actually make an impact on the community in Hull. Um, again, that's a, a short version of it. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it's, just, it's been a different place over five years. It's a fucking completely different place. We... Um... We talked a bit on our podcast last week about sort of like the core values like we set up with hybrid going forward. And I know like a lot of our values and that's why we sort of like hit it off so much with you, that they sort of align. Did um, did you and Alex like sort of go back to the drawing board and do any of that work with like, um, you know, sort of really actually codifying what your values are and how that's going to play a part in how proactive ones? Honestly, yeah, our core values drive everything. Um, like our core values have changed over time because it because it did just start with me and Alex, um, and then like obviously we've grown with staff as well. Um, so we we want our our sorry to get boring and talk about staff, but when uh, when we brought our boys online on board, we wanted them we wanted them to have an input in our business as well. So like for us, our our, our three core values is people first give a shit and have fun um, and we just wanted we, we wanted our staff to align with that as well and that that pushes us forward it's our core values what 
impacts every decision we make. Yeah. Um, and it's also like the easiest way to explain it is it's like our North Star. So like we know what we're always working towards. So like when you're on the gym floor, the first quality of value people first is making sure you're putting people first. You've been a part of the team. You've been honest. You're genuinely caring about people. And it's even like down to like the little things of using names and smiling more. Um, the giving a shit part, it, it comes in at the game with everything. It's about all striving for improvement. So like, are you reading your books? Are you focusing on yourself? Like, are you getting better as a person? Are you training yourself? Are you being presentable? I mean, it's also like, are you always doing the right thing? Like sometimes doing the easy thing Sorry, let me think about this. Sometimes doing the easy thing isn't always... Sorry, sometimes doing the hard thing is always quite hard to do, but you've got to make sure you're doing the right thing. So, like, if if one of the boys are putting through, or they're not doing the fucking work what's being asked, it, it, the right thing is to fucking tell them. And it's not always easy, and it's not always fucking... It's not always nice to do, but so it is about doing the right thing. Um, and then also, we've got to have fucking fun. We, like, we have to have a fucking sense of humour. We have to be passionate about this stuff. And we genuinely have to enjoy what we're fucking doing. What's the point? Like, what is the fucking point? Um, so yeah, so for that little rant. That's okay, man. I think it's it's really nice just to kind of like see how like obviously you've got just like it's people first is just two words, but like how that how that actually defines everything that you do. Um, yeah. And like one little thing that sort of like really struck me when when we came up to deliver the workshop was just like like writing people's names on their coffee cups, like such a small thing. But it has such a massive impact on like making people feel like they're ma- like they matter and like they're cared about. And I think like little things like that, I think you do really, really well. I appreciate that. Like again, like I think I think if you want to make life easier in, in everything, just care, just genuinely give a fuck about people, and I think it will make life so much fucking easier. Um, and in everything you do, in everything, and, and sometimes yeah, we are tired as butchers and we can't be asked, but. If you just make someone happy, genuinely, I think it will make your day much better. And if it doesn't, then I don't know what the fuck will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like we said briefly last time about like oxytocin, it's like if you make someone else happy, chances are they're going to sort of spread that as well. So it's just like that kind of like positive chain as well, isn't it? That's it. That's fucking it. What, what are your core values? Uh, what, do you not listen to our podcast last week? <laughs> 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 you went through the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so be the best like a mastery component so if you're going to do something like do it to the best of your abilities um, enjoy the process so obviously like like just making sure every, like sim sim to yours like have fun like make sure everything is enjoyable because like and appreciate that training is a process as well so like if you're not in, if, if you get sort of so caught up on the end goal obviously you're not going to actually like end up enjoying it because it's frustrating and you don't get the results you want straight away and that sort of thing but if you actually just fall in love with the process and enjoy the training the results will come and that's what a lot of people kind of don't see they get so caught up on like i need to do this weight or i need to be able to do a handstand now or i need to be able to do this now it's like they they end up then not enjoying enjoying the process which is like is actually the end goal for us is to like once people enjoy that chances are they'll keep doing it anyway because they enjoy it Honestly, I, I, sorry to interrupt, but that's what you boys have done for me. Like, I, I have sweated the small stuff in my training and nutrition and all that stuff. I think I'm a different person now, even mentally, mentally and physically, than I was back in fucking August. And it has because all those little things I've have added up. Um, and it does make you you also right. Like, enjoy the process. Enjoying the process has to be fucking. It has to be that way. Um, you're so fucking right on that stuff. So right. 
Because a lot of things do add up. Sorry, I'm fucking rambling. Yeah. No, no, not at all, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no need to ever apologise. Yeah. And it's it's like, it's it's good for us, I guess, to know that that does carry across to like our clients, the people that we're coaching, that um, that like one of our core values is like what's been really useful for you. Yeah, 100%, mate. You gave me goosebumps honestly, honestly, that. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like that has been like the biggest yeah, transformation of it. It is a very embarrassing fact. You want, you want to, did, uh, did Ali tell you about the embarrassing fact yesterday? No. So yesterday, my 24 years of living on this fucking earth, I ate my first full bag of salad ever. I <laughs> <laughs> like that is it's the small things that I've added up doing the hybrid stuff that yeah. has like made me do that. Like I've actually had to be an adult and eat a full bag of veg. Are you still sitting in your house in the evening and just like eating hundreds of apples as well? Yeah, I had I had three bags of apples yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> I think you're more of a horse than Ali. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like those little things. Those little things I've added up. And to help me transform, so like, like your core value, I am living it right now. I mean, that's that's so nice to hear. That's that's so nice to hear. And you definitely live our final core value, which is we got two more. <laughs> we, I think we had three. No, we have four. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just be a good human. Was the be a good human in the community. Ah, uh, community. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think that was a core value. I thought that was just like what we did. It's yeah, it's both, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so with um, with your facility and just, just in life in general do you have any particular sort of like influences people that have like really shaped the way you you sort of live and run your gym fuck me you know what I was thinking this question was going to come up and I was thinking about it's like in terms of like mentors and all that stuff I like I think I think the the thing the biggest thing I've tried to learn this year is that you always have to be a student in everything you fucking do. Like you can literally learn from anyone um, if you want to. Like something I've been going through in in my in my customer service uh, like workshops is like it's your choice to learn. It's up to you if you want to learn. If you don't want to learn, you will not learn. But if you let yourself learn, you can learn from anyone. And like honestly, fucking hell, so many people have impacted impacted my life from from like family. To even my business partner, I, Alex is not only just a, a business partner, he's been like a, been like a late life mentor for me. The amount of times I've had to go sit at his house and have a conversation about fucking life. I mean, I know I'm only 24 now and I, I understand that I don't know fucking everything. Uh, I never will know. So there's like an infinite, infinite number of information out there um, from John Cord Kessin. Fuck me, honestly, so many people have impacted my life. You three boys like impact my life so fucking much. Chris Burgess, John Clark, fucking everyone I come across. And I know I'm just waffling on here. But like, genuinely, everyone has a massive impact on my life just because I let that. Um, in a positive way, like in a positive way. You can learn from fucking everyone, I, I, I truly believe. Um, but yeah, um, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people have. John Clark, Kessie, Mike Fisher, Fitton, uh, Mike Fisher, fucking Dan, everyone, everyone. So many people have. Again, because I just, I just choose to learn from those people. Uh, if that makes sense, that makes sense or not? Yeah, understand, mate. I think I think like you say, just like actually being open to learning and wanting to learn. That's kind of like part of our, like our mastery core value is like realizing that you you don't know everything and you never will, and always wanting to kind of like better yourself is like is so so important to actually just like make progress in in all aspects of your life, really. That that is exactly like again the give a shit core value for us. Um, 
the sub core value that is always striving for improvement, and like that that has has a has has had a negative impact on me also as well. Like when it comes to like imposter syndrome and feeling like a fraud, because you just sometimes. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever gone through where you just feel like you do you feel like an absolute fucking fraud, or you don't actually know anything. Um, but it's a positive. I also think it's a positive thing that if you are looking out, um, if you're always trying to go out and trying to learn something, then there's nothing ever wrong with trying to learn. Um, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, and I think yeah. it's, like it's useful as well to not just try and learn from the people you agree with. Uh, like, li- like listen to like everyone, and then try and make sense for yourself. It's like that. Like I think we spoke about it before. Like actually critically thinking about information that you're being given, and then sort of assimilating that into kind of like your core values, how you like to operate, what that kind of means for you, and how you like you would potentially apply it. Rather than just like like I think this is back to Mike episode when he said about like like the Daily Mail or like Beyonce giving out a diet for Coachella or whatever it was I, I can't even remember it's like just think critically about the stuff that you're learning like always sort of be open to learning but like don't just take everything at sort of like how face how it, value, yeah face value like yeah critically about like if it makes sense and like then how you would apply it. Yeah, so fucking right. And that's it. And I think like I think like when it comes to mentors or people who guide your like your learning, I think you are always gonna have like certain areas where that person is. So like when it comes to business for me, it's always gonna be like your Tom Plummers, your JCs, your Chris Burgesses, your Matt Fishers. And then even like even like my close friends in the industry, your Chris Pieces, your Chris Richards, your John Clarks, when it comes to like training, nutrition, or you know what, like I look at you guys, I know this is going to sound fucking bit bent, but like, I look at you guys as really good fucking friends. I think I had this conversation with, with Amy, like, we felt like we've known each other for so long, just through fucking Instagram. I know that sounds so fucking, like, silly. Um, but like, you guys influenced me on just being like, um, do you know, I've ever gone through, like, writing down the person you want to be. Like, what person do you actually want to be? You want to try to get close to that. Like, you guys influence that so fucking much. Like, I think it's, you're just good fucking guys. Um, oh, mate, so, yeah. That's large. Thank you. Your, um, your uh, name definitely appears on our list as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling is entirely uh, mutual. Yeah, 100%. But, but that's it. Like, in life as well, like, I know I can always speak to my fucking best mate, Alex. Like, it's it's just one of the things. I think you can have mentors everywhere. Yeah. 100%. One bit of advice I also got was also, like, ride one dick. Try to drive a silly dick. <laughs> um, wow. so, like, like, um, so yeah, like that's where I always kind of go back on that advice. Like it was, it was quite good advice at the time. How, how yeah. did you apply that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with DP, is there? There's nothing wrong with DP. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing at all. So how how did you apply? Yeah, yeah, we, dick? I really not... need to know how you yeah. apply this. <laughs> He said, "Apply or reply." Apply, <laughs> apply. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's me. Yeah, I never, I never, I never actually applied that advice because I was always checking information from everywhere else. But then I also do get it, like dive deep into one thing, literally, or ride deep into one thing. <laughs> 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 well, I, I guess that's like to a certain extent what you're doing in terms of like your like customer service sort of stuff that you're kind of like delivering at the moment in different gyms. Like at at 24, that's actually like that's fucking unbelievable, mate. To be able to like to be asked by different gym owners to go around to deliver a seminar on customer service oh. is like, that, that's so, Honest, so quality. Honest, 
Honestly, like honestly, like, like I, the people that I have done it for, like I hope they really honestly understand how much I appreciate it. Like it's overwhelming to be asked. Um, like because again, everyone go. I, I assume most people do go through bouts of imposter syndrome. Um, and I have a bit of advice I got from JC actually was don't be any, don't, don't be something you fucking are because that's when you get caught out. And like it, honestly, it's fucking it's overwhelming to be asked. Like I, I fucking I cannot thank people enough to allow me to have the opportunity to do that. Um, it fucking means a lot it does mean a lot like they have trust in me to allow to go speak to their staff yeah but I think it comes back to like your core values of just like sh- like actually showing that you care because you care so much about what you do in your gym and that's obviously shining through so other people want to know that as well and it's it's, yeah. it's come from you wanting to like make your your facility as good as possible and also while we're talking about facilities I, I, I can't thank my team as well like I have fucking and like Finding good stuff is hard, um, and honestly, we've got three fucking diamonds in the rough. Like, and I hope you boys appreciate each other. As well. I, I know you do appreciate each other, but like, you boys need to appreciate each other so much because you've got such three fucking amazing people working in the team. Like, you can you can go so fucking far with this. Like, like you are doing workshops and gyms now and all that stuff. Like, you boys can make such an impact to this fucking industry. And I say the same to our guys. Like, those our guys don't realize how far they can take this stuff. Um, I just realised also about back to critically thinking when I said about riding one dick when I actually realise it now I, I do ride hybrid's dick <laughs> <laughs> so like when it comes to any training well, or that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to any training or, or nutrition stuff like you are my guy so that stuff now so oh, there you go I'm riding your dick <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I think you should um, get a graphic made <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's a cartoon in there somewhere yeah. <laughs> Just make sure it's covered. Make sure it's covered in like apple cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need the whole thing. No. Do you know what? Actually, uh, I only I only started that last week. Was it? That was that after speed to Ali? <laughs> yeah, it was. was like, <laughs> <laughs> Ali will um, will change your life when it comes to eating fruit. Yeah. Ma- mango with the skin on. Never have to peel a mango again. Kiwis with the skin on as well. Also excellent. Fuck you, know. <laughs> I still think sometimes mango with skin on is the wrong choice. Most of the time, I like it though. There's sometimes I'm like, mm, not sure, but you get like one and it's it tastes like really yeah. plasticky. Yeah, I'm not a fan. That's only every soft yeah, yeah. Pineapple definitely what not one to be yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you sort of touched on, or I think it's fairly obvious how sort of obsessed with like self-development and always learning you are um so you spoke a bit about mentors but in terms of books i know you read a lot so what would be your top three book recommendations Ooh, to someone? that is very hard i think i had the conversation with tom not so long ago top three books ah, fucking hell see i love books so much just um, let, let's maybe sort of like cut down a little bit and yeah. like sort of Mind train, uh, mind mind train, mind, mind training. training. <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> best telekinesis book. <laughs> what that game? Like Nintendo DS song. I meant to say mindset, <laughs> mindset, or yeah. like training sort of things. Uh, you know what? Three books what really fucking switched my mindset. Like, uh, I do really enjoy stoicism. Like anything to do with stoicism is very, very fucking good. I do believe, and obviously, it must be good because the creator. Uh, the creator cognitive behavioral therapy from it um so like in fact fuck it ego is the enemy obstacles away both very good books i would count them as one though 
if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's uh, the same guy, so. Uh, very, it's very, um, it's very, it's very um, common now, but some like not giving a fuck. Like, that was a very good book. Like, I read that, I think, about three years ago. That was, like, a, a decent fucking book. Like, and there's also a really good one called Unfuck Yourself. Oh, um, no, Sarah Knight, is it? Is Sarah Knight? That one, Sarah Knight, no, that, that, that she does the magic of not oh, yeah, fucking yeah. yourself, something like that. This was a guy, I can't remember his name now, but that was a good book as well. That was a good book. Um, I could talk about fucking books all day, though. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll go, I'll go with them. I'll go with them. I definitely recommend everyone should read uh, Ego is the Enemy and Obstacle is the Way, just because, like, they do kind of come from Stoicism with the Ryan Holiday stuff. Um, it just teaches you like, to understand what you can control and what you can't control um, and that's all that really matters yeah 100% absolutely yeah that carries on what, what about you two what's your three favourite books oh Lord of the Rings <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings is my favourite book so I'm going to start there uh, I think Mindset by Carol Dweck yes and, very good book um I, I really like the Daily Stoic. Yeah, it's like as well. Like yeah, the day, day. Yeah, the Daily Stoic is excellent. Ah, there it is. Ah, uh, Jay's holding it up on screen. This isn't. On <laughs> describe what happened. There. Do, you want, do you want to read today's um, today's entry, mate? <laughs> it was Shall actually I? a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, today what was it May twenty ninth. May twenty ninth. May twenty ninth. Work is therapy. You know that feeling when you get when you haven't been to the gym in a few days. A bit doughy, irritable, claustrophobic, uncertain. Others get a similar feeling when they've been on vacation for too long or right after their first retire. The mind and body are there to be used. They begin to turn on themselves when they're when not put to some productive end. It's sad to think that this kind of frustration is an everyday reality for a lot of people. They leave so much on their leave so much of their potential potential unfulfilled because they have jobs where they don't really do much or because they have too much time on their hands worst is when we try to push these feelings away from buying things going out fighting creating certain dramas indulging in empty calories of existence instead of finding the real nourishment the solution is simple and thankfully always right at hand get out there and work solid solid Um, Very good. Can we have a weekly feature of Jay Bell reading a page from the Daily Stoic? That'd be excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Reading a page from that. I think that'd be a great little feature. I always find it like it's so unbelievably hard to read out loud, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is. It's so fucking bad, especially when you've got an accent from Hull. I feel bad for everyone well, listening to this podcast. They're going to be thinking, "What the fuck is he saying?" Nah, you're, you're pretty good. Some of your members, mate. I honestly was just like nodding and smiling at them. Didn't have a clue. Yeah, I got, I got some feedback from um, one of the one of the workshops I did at Worcester at John Clark's place. Yeah. And the feedback like, was like, all I asked for is like one good thing and one bad thing. And then one of the guys was like, yeah, I didn't understand a word you said for the first section. I was like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> No, I don't think you are. Your accent's not too bad, mate. That's not too bad, then. That's good. Once you, once you get tuned in, it's pretty pretty comfortable to listen to, I think. Yeah. Melodic, almost. Melodic, yeah. <laughs> I think you should read bedtime stories, actually, and release them. Sorry, did you ask a question then? Yeah, it went, it went, like it went, it went, it went, Sorry, it went a bit blurry. Say it again. I reckon you should, uh, you should record yourself reading bedtime stories. 
Shall I do it? Yeah. <laughs> and then release like, an audio book of like, Jay Bell's bedtime stories. Be I'll, uh, I'll, send, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll do one for you tonight. I'll, I'll proof listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed with Amy in the evening. She'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon you start, you start to talk with a whole accent? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be well funny. <laughs> right then, I think that sort of... Well, did you? Have... Yeah. Um, should we just finish with um, just one piece of advice for people to take away? What, what, what? One piece of advice. Be a nice person. Don't be a cunt. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's two pieces, but they're sort of like. Is it? Is it more important to be oh, nice or to not be a cunt? Always do the right thing. Always, always do, the, do right the right thing. thing. Always. always. Like yeah. that. Cheers, mate. Thank oh, you very me. much. I love you lots. Love, love you lots, too, mate. mate. Peace. Have a great day. Bye bye. <laughs>